Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 300. It's episode 300. And I have just now, like moments ago, published the blog that I will shortly be reading to you. It never happens like this. Usually I write the blog and then a month, a month and a half later, I read it to you. But today we are hot off the presses because I wrote about this being the 300th episode. And, uh, and it had to be the 300th episode, didn't it? I don't think I did anything for the 200th. I believe it was peak pandemic time when that happened. So, uh, but the 100th, I know I had some cake. This one, there's no cake. But I do have a blog that is specifically 300 episode themed. And I wrote it specifically for this purpose. Which, which is a, a little bit special, maybe. I don't know. Could be. Uh, so let me read it to you. Hot off the... What, we can't call it a press. Hot off the internet. Here is 300 episodes. Horn blowing time. As I surely have said before, I am not fond of tooting my own horn. But only a handful of others will toot their horns for me. So if my horn needs tooting, the task generally falls to me. I have to seek out the milestones, keep the markers in sight, and just generally seek out opportunities for self-horn tooting. It's tooting time again! I'm writing this in anticipation of my 300th episode of the podcast version of this blog. The blog is almost 14 years old. The podcast turned six this month. I don't have any special episode planned for this nice round number. It's not an interview podcast, so there's no bringing on very special guests. I could edit together some clips, but I feel like listening to me talk about 300 different things really quickly, one right after the other, might not be a fun listen. And it would be a hell of a lot of work. This blog, this podcast, is about a lot of things. But I always return to the source in the title. It is always grounded in the challenges we artists face in this artist-unfriendly world. In the six years I've been doing the podcast, I've recorded 226 covers, pulled 35 songs from my archives, recorded 10 old songs I'd never recorded before, and 12 new originals. That's a lot. There's been drama. There have been surprises. There was cake for the 100th episode. The practice I got from all this podcasting led directly to my being able to make the leap into audio drama. Having made one season of The Dragoning, I'm now making a second with actors on three continents. And the thing is, 300 is actually a lot of episodes. One of the most famous, successful, and lucrative podcasts of all time has only 185 episodes. Still, I have done significantly more episodes than Reply All. Granted, their shows are a lot more complex than mine, 
but they also have a staff with salaries and Spotify money to back them up. I do this for free. Sure, my patrons help support me doing it for free, but but it is not a money-making endeavor. I tried an advertising scheme a few years back, and in the two weeks I had it going on, I made $1.38. So, you know, there's no profit in this work. The company that makes Reply All, however, was sold for $230 million. It also pretty much imploded last year. I mean, I think a lot of people aspired to be Reply All. But sometimes, just steadily working at something year after year yields results, too. I've got 115 more episodes and no major reckonings. When I started the podcast, it really was an experiment with the form. I know it seems like everyone has a podcast these days, but in 2016, it was still a little bit new. I started on SoundCloud. Some episodes are still there. One of them became more popular there than any other episode before or since. That episode, Art Entertainment and SpongeBob SquarePants, is also the most popular on my current podcast platform, though it is not even in the top 150 of the blog. The second most popular episode is the Harry Potter Hangover one, which has even fewer views on the blog than SpongeBob. I guess this says to me that in podcasts, people like popular things that are already popular, especially when they are things millennials grew up with. Psst, millennials. What else are you into? Maybe I should do more podcasts about stuff you like. I'm on all the podcast apps now. I'm available on the podcast apps you've heard of and many around the world that I'm guessing you have not. I love increasing the possibility that something I say or sing might speak to someone thousands of miles away. When people say everyone has a podcast these days, it can really make me feel like these 300 episodes are not such a big deal. This isn't really horn-tooting material when any old schmo can record a podcast. But it's more than reply all. And recording something once a week like this does add up to something eventually. It adds up to 300! Man, now I want cake. I should have gotten myself a 300th episode cake. I can't think of everything, I guess. I'm, I'm doing horn tooting this time. Next time, it'll be cake again. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, don't, I clearly don't have a plan. So, um, yeah. So I decided to do this partly because, you know, sometimes you need to toot your horn. And then also because the next episode that's kind of up in the lineup to be going is one about my brother and grieving, and I just didn't feel like that was going to be a real celebratory 300th episode. So that's going to come in for 301. Um, and also the song I'm working on for that one is taking a little time to like really get up to speed guitar-wise. So it could use the, an extra week for preparation. So here we are with a 300th episode instead. 
I looked up songs that feature 300 and uh, could find none. Uh, but there is a soundtrack to the film The 300, which I have never seen. But I learned <laughs> that there's a big controversy about the soundtrack for the film The 300 because the composer basically ripped off Elliot Goldenthal from the music he wrote for the film Titus, which is a movie I love, uh, by his wife, Julie Taymor, who I also think is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I guess the guy who wrote the 300 music just, you know, <laughs> was like, hmm, this music from Titus were pretty good. Uh, I think they settled. I think it all worked out. But that is one thing I learned in investigating if there were songs about 300. But there's just a movie. So what I have done instead is uh, I looked to see if there were any songs that I had considered in the past and were sort of still in my, you know, dream pack that I that I was really considering and hadn't done. And maybe one of those would be a good one for this moment. Uh, and I did. I found one um, that I thought about doing last summer. It's a Nancy Griffith song, and I was really sort of looking at a lot of her stuff um, when she she died last summer. So um, I was thinking a lot about her and all the amazing songs that she wrote. Um, and the one that I felt like people weren't really bringing up in all of the morning for her was uh, the song Trouble in the Fields, um, which I adore. And it makes me weep literally every time I hear it. Uh, which is why I couldn't do it last summer, because <laughs> I was like, I cannot, I cannot get through it. Um, but this time I was like, for the 300th episode, I will do it. And I did. Um, it took some doing. I had to, I, I, I found that when I took the key up uh, a step, a whole step, uh, that it helped. It, I was less likely to cry <laughs> with it. Just a, just a step higher made a difference. Um, and, you know, just concentrating and trying not to do the thing. So uh, I'm going to play that for you in just a minute. Uh, meanwhile, thank you so much for listening to the 300th episode. And if you've been here for the other previous 299, uh, thank you. And if you haven't, also, you know, there's a there's a back catalog for your listening pleasure. There are many episodes that don't have more than like 20 views. Views? Downloads is what we call them. Uh, listens. Um, so, you know, there, there's there's a lot of untapped fun to be had. I don't know if it's fun. <laughs> but there are a lot of songs and a lot of uh, thoughts that are that are there in the back catalog for you if you have not yet gone into it. So um, thank you mostly for listening and for, for being on this crazy journey with me and listening to this little, little podcast. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, please tell someone about it. You can also support it with your dollars. I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's also Kofi and PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. You can also support my audio drama, which we are fundraising for the second season of just put out a, a ad that I'm very excited about. I mean, it's a fake ad. We're doing a lot of like world building of the, of Dragon City, so um, there's a there's a fun one out this this evening. 
if you want to check that out. Uh, it's in the Dragoning podcast feed. So anywhere you find this podcast, just search for the Dragoning, subscribe, like, review, all the things. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do all of those things. Um, and yeah, so here I'm going to play for you Trouble in the Fields. The other thing I think about this song that I was thinking about is, you know, it's a the song is about um, farm workers and the struggle of of trying to, you know, maintain a family farm especially during hard times. And there's something about that that I really identify with, even though, you know, I'm, I'm not a farmer in any way. I live in New York City in a very urban environment. Um, but there is something that, that feels, I don't know, I feel a kinship with, with the way everything could just fall apart just because of the weather, you know, in farming. Um, and the same is true, I think, in the arts in that we live this kind of like, you know, sometimes you yield a great harvest and sometimes you get bupkis. <laughs> and there is something about that unpredictability that I feel like I, I relate to the, the farm, you know, experience. And also, like, big farms are the ones that get the subsidies. Big theaters are the one that, ones that get the subsidies, you know. There's not really actually a lot of subsidies in this country, but, you know, the government funding, the foundation funding, the private funding, all that stuff goes to the big guys and the little guys are like out, you know, trying to hoe through dust, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. So uh, it, may, it may be a reach, this metaphor, but I, I've, it's, a, it's a felt metaphor, maybe perhaps more than a logical one. In any case, here is Trouble in the Fields on guitar and not, no crying. There's no crying. Almost, but, but not. So if there's going to be some crying, it's going to have to be you because I managed not to do it while I sang this song. Uh, so here is Nancy Griffiths, Trouble in the Fields. Baby, I know that we got trouble in the fields When the bankers swarm like locusts out there turning away our yields The trains roll by our silos, silver in the rain They leave our pockets full of nothing but our dreams and the golden grain Have you seen the folks in line downtown at the station? They're all buying their tickets out and talking the Great Depression. Our parents had their hard times 50 years ago when they stood out in these empty fields and dust as deep as snow. And all this trouble in our fields, if this rain can fall, these wounds can heal. They'll never take our native soil But if we sell that new John Deere And then we'll work these crops with sweat and tears You'll be the mule, I'll be the plow Come harvest time, we'll work it out There's still a lot of love here in these troubled fields
There's a book up on the shelf about the Dust Bowl days. And there's a little bit of you and a little bit of me and the photos on every page. Now our children live in the city and they rest upon our shoulders. They never want the rain to fall or the weather to get colder. And all this trouble in our fields, if this rain can fall, these wounds can heal. They'll never take our native soil. But if we sell that new John Deere, and then we'll work these crops with sweat and tears. You'll be the mule, I'll be the plow. Come harvest time, we'll work it out. There's still a lot of love here in these troubled fields. You'll be the mule, I'll be the plow. Come harvest time, we'll work it out. There's still a lot of love here in these troubled fields.